and welcome to the first edition of the Talk Epilepsy podcast brought to you by Epilepsy Scotland. My name is David and I'm joined today by Epilepsy Scotland's wellbeing officers, Bruce and Viola, our wellbeing manager, Vicky, and JV who works with our wellbeing group. Today we'll be talking about a range of breathing and relaxation techniques to help people cope with the stresses of living with epilepsy and promote better wellbeing. Hello everyone. Hello. To start with, uh, Bruce, if you can sort of give a bit of an outline of our wellbeing services and what we do. Uh, the wellbeing service is for anybody who's 18 and over who has a diagnosis of epilepsy. And it was really set up to try and offer practical and emotional support for people who are maybe struggling with a, the diagnosis. Um, we offer a range of services. There's one-to-one support with a counselling skills trained worker. We have the breathing and relaxation group that Genevanksa facilitates. We've got a counsellor that you can come and see, and we've got seminars on diet, sleep, and managing anxiety. Uh, one of the breathing and relaxation techniques that you provide, JB, is body scanning. Can you talk what that is? Uh, well, it's just setting the ground for um, just becoming a bit more aware, a bit more emotionally responsive, able to respond to the situations that you find yourself in. Um, so it's kind of the first step of that, uh, is just allowing your mind to calm down and to bring some awareness to, it's usually helpful to bring awareness to the body, uh, away from thoughts that can often lead you into anxiety. Uh, so it's a kind of settling, grounding, becoming aware of what you're actually feeling that allows you to begin to be able to respond because um, often when you're in a situation that's difficult or has been traumatic or your response is closed down you know it's a kind of defensive stance that you take and it's just trying to let that calm down to begin with and what way do you help people achieve that um, just with very simple practices it, <clears throat> to do with awareness um, centering your awareness in your body first of all uh, and just noticing what's actually happening to begin with so because uh, often the first thing is to be aware to accept what's happening before you can respond to it uh, and say with something like epilepsy for example uh, you might it might be difficult even to just accept that, that this is what's happening. You know, you get a bit of a natural resistance to that. Uh, so it's just allowing that to settle. Uh, and that can just bring you to a, more of a, an awareness and responsiveness. Puts you in a position to be able to respond to that. Rather than just try and deal with it by through stress and anxiety and you know, um, trying to resist. So, yeah, just awareness in the body, noticing what's happening, letting your mind quieten down just to begin with. Which can, you know, can be enough to be getting on with, to begin with, really. What sort of positive sort of impacts have you seen from people who have achieved that? Well, you know, we just did a group just now and we were just asking people, you know, what, what was significant in the, the last year. Uh, and some people were saying that it's just given them strength 
to deal with your life and, and to become more aware of what is important for them and what really matters to them and kind of have the heart to pick up threads in the life again uh, and be able to respond to what <coughs> you know what is happening in their life so it, it, it sort of brings a, a kind of strength in in terms of just it's like finding heart you know so that's a good way to put it it's just finding having the heart to accept and respond to the situation of your life you know which so that's what that was the kind of feedback people were giving what Viola um, what song have you felt when people have come to the wellbeing service and what sort of positive impact do you think it's had had on you um, <clears throat> yeah I, I think I think like JV just said you know that they, they really love coming to the groups and you know they, they talking to other people who have the same conditions and so they share things that maybe other people cannot really understand um yeah also also you know this breathing technique technique they do here then they they go home and they're actually practicing that and they they shared that this really really helped them you know to relax so maybe maybe just about to have a seizure well i'm going to sit down i'm going to calm down a little i'm going to start the, the breathing work and maybe that can help <coughs> them so surely this as well yeah uh, do you could i add something yeah uh, i was just thinking that it's one of the most significant things is that people tend to experience isolation yeah. they feel quite isolated and also <coughs> Uh, the people around them know they're overwhelming and they don't really understand what they're experiencing uh, and I think one of the main benefits is that they connect more with themselves and start to relate more to other people who can understand what they're saying uh, and that seems like a really important just that move from isolation to having some kind of meaningful connection I think is, is probably the main part you know, one of the underlying purposes of what we're trying to do, I think. And Becky, what would you so say to people who are a bit maybe nervous or apprehensive about joining the Wellbeing Service? I think I, what I would say is that the Wellbeing Service, people coming into the Wellbeing Service, is very much led by what's going to work for them, um, and that we would never say to somebody, okay, you have to come and you have to sign up to be part of this group for a few weeks. There would be a really initial conversation with either Viola or, or, or Bruce or, or both or her other wellbeing worker, Jenny. Um, and, and in that meeting, the, the workers would work with you to decide, well, what, what's going to work for me? So if it feels at the beginning, the idea of coming to a group might feel a, a little bit intimidating or, or they'd be a bit nervous about that. It, it would really be about what is going to work for you. So if that if that's that's meeting on a one-to-one basis with one of the wellbeing workers for, for a few weeks, uh, then, then that is what would work for you. We definitely work at everybody's own pace. I, I think that, that would be the, the main message that I would want to 
get out to people is that we realise that it, that coming along to groups is not not for everybody, right at the beginning, um, and that that you could you could choose not to do that at all. So that would be be one of the the main things, and another thing would be that just to, just to give it a go because the feedback that we get from everyone is so much around feeling much less isolated, feeling that that the being able to kind of find an inner strength, just just getting help to find that strength that, that's within them, um, and it really does make a difference. So just to, to give it a go. What a, a lot of participants talk about um, and have in common is talking about being stuck but not really knowing what unstuck might look like. So the kind of starting point and well-being would be to meet with a couple of the workers and that's really just have a cup of tea and it's nice and we try and keep things as relaxed as possible. And it's that's the starting point is to start thinking about and exploring different ways to become unstuck. So for some people that might always be one-to-one -one support here in the office or outreach support, but for other people that might be a combination of groups or one-to-one support. But it's about a real kind of person-centred idea about letting the person decide what's right for them. So we would offer you lots of different kinds of support, but it would be up to you to decide what it is you want to engage with and the pace that you want to engage at. So it's not wrong or right, right, we're doing this, that and the next thing. The other side of that, though, is if you're stuck and you want to get unstuck, then you would need to try and connect to something, otherwise maybe nothing's going to change for you. But it's finding that balance that works for the person. Um, if you, JB, would you sort of have time to sort of go through like one of the techniques um, that you use in the wellbeing group? Yeah, we could do a short... <coughs> Just very short kind of, uh, as you say, the body scans quite often what people refer to, um, which is just becoming more aware, first of all, in your body, and noticing what's happening. Um, so what matters in these things is the the quality of your attention. It's not that this happens and that happens. It's you're just trying to bring a kind and relaxed attention to your experience rather than trying to make your experience be any particular way. So it's worth bearing that in mind. I mean you can't in a way you can't get this wrong. You're just noticing what you're actually what's actually happening in your experience. So, you know, just noticing your posture to begin with, whatever posture you happen to be in. Just noticing the effects that's having, you know, if it if it's tending to make you feel a bit tighter and more closed in, or if it supports a feeling of being open and relaxed, just noticing that, you know, and making even just very subtle adjustments perhaps, just or allow your body to just respond by itself. What feels more open, what feels more relaxed for you? And then just letting your mind centre itself gradually onto more onto the sensations of your body. So there's always other things going on. There'd be thoughts, there'd be sounds going on around you. And they just carry on, you know, you're not trying to get rid of them. You 
you're just letting the sensations that you feel more tangibly physically in the body let them be at the center of your attention so you're gradually letting everything else go to the periphery <clears throat> and thoughts will tend to climb down by themselves if you don't if you don't keep giving them your attention if you don't so you just allow that to settle for a little while And, you know, maybe notice the, the contact you have with the ground, you know, starting with the base, something stable, something that you can, that is supporting you. So you're noticing the quality of that stability, that support of the ground that's just there. Feeling the soles of your feet on the ground, perhaps, or your weight of your body on your chair, whatever you're sitting on. And just noticing if you're trusting that support, just letting the ground support you. So you just trust the weight of your body to your chair. But notice if your posture starts to collapse and how that feels. So you try to keep an upright, open posture but letting your weight rest and be supported. And just let your awareness, just notice where it is in your body and as much as po possible, let it sink down through your body. If it helps to visualize something, you know, you could imagine your awareness is like a little ball of pulsing light moving down through your body. Or you just feel the sensations. So you know it's around the crown of your head. If you're holding any unnecessary tension, just notice it. And that's usually enough to let it relax. Down to your neck and your throat. Notice if your throat is open and relaxed. Or if there's any contraction in the throat. <clears throat> Notice if your head's balanced so that you can let your shoulders and your arms just be relaxed. Maybe your hands just rested in your lap. And then continue allowing your awareness to move down into your chest. To the solar plexus. So again, noticing if there's any sort of subtle contraction that might affect your breathing down into your belly. Noticing if your belly's soft, does that not soften into the pelvis? So notice if there's any gripping around your hips or any internal gripping in the pelvis, just let it relax. So the weight's resting down. Your wings move down your legs so you're to the ground so you feel that stable support of the ground. Then just, just being aware of the whole of your body, just how it feels as you sit here. And, you know, you may find that your attention naturally starts to gather around your breathing. So you're not forcing anything to happen. You just notice what's going on. So your whole body is breathing. It's just continually rising and falling with the breath. 
So you naturally just start to notice that. And you just let your attention center on that, just stay with that as much as you can. And notice when your mind just moves away from that. Notice when you get drawn into thoughts or stories or anxieties or where there's tension around your breathing. Just keep letting go. And you're just trying to stay with what's happening. Just a simple experience of breathing. And if it helps you to keep your attention following the thread of your breath, you could you could count to yourself, you know, just try and be aware of five breaths without your mind wandering from that. And if it does, then that's fine. That's just what it's doing. You just notice, bring your attention back. Just keep noticing in your body if tension comes into your body. Let it soften. Relax around your breathing. And then just be with that experience of breathing. Just with a relaxed, interested attention. You know, you're not, you're not making that harsh or critical or judgmental or anything else. You're just taking an interest in what's actually happening. And just a sort of contentment with the experience of breathing. Just by feeling it more vividly, more fully. So as though your whole body is breathing in and out. You know, you might, it sometimes feels more like you're breathing in through the pores of your skin, the entire body. And when the breath goes out, there's a natural release that just lets the breath go. So with every out-breath, you could just let go of anything that's been held, any tension that comes into your body, any thoughts that happen to drift into your mind. You just let them arise and then let go. And just see if you can keep following the movement the rise and falling very subtly in your body of breathing. Then you could just let your attention just start to include your other senses. So we're, you're still centered on sensations in the body, particularly breathing. But you know, start to include sound. So maybe that becomes more of the center of your attention, just just the sounds you can hear. But with the same attitude, the same kind of relaxed, open kind attention and if you have your eyes closed just opening your eyes and just being aware of whatever vision impressions you are in the same way it's like you're letting them come to you just trying to relax any kind of grasping attitude that you're experiencing you just notice what's there 
taste, smell, touch, sound, sight. Just aware of what's around us and our experience. That was great. <laughs> Are we all relaxed? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's <coughs> all we've got time for. Uh, I would like to thank JV for taking us through that. That was fantastic. Uh, also by Yola and Bruce and Vicky for joining me. Uh, for more information about our wellbeing service, uh, please go to our website at epilepsyscotland.org.uk or email wellbeing at epilepsyscotland.org.uk. Many thanks to everyone for listening and I hope you have a great day.